You're listening to a Mind Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin von Euler Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. What a beautiful day it is, Malin. I am thrilled to be back in the saddle with you, recording, talking about the greatest time of our lives. Can you see the smile on my face? I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's about yeah. to rip my dang cheeks off. I'm so <laughs> happy know. to see you. Oh, likewise, likewise. Obviously, we've been in touch over this little break we've right. had, but it just feels nice to have the old headphones on. Yeah, to be talking about this thing that did bring us together is always a source of such joy in my life. And for our listeners, too, I imagine we thank you you guys so much for sticking with us through the hiatus that we took. It was much needed, but I know you've missed our episodes. You've missed our content online and we are so ready to be bringing that back for you. Yes. We heard from a lot of you just clamoring Mm -hmm. for season four and screaming for it. I guess you were worried we were never going to come back or something, but no worries. We've got seasons four through seven to get to, and Mm -hmm. we couldn't be more excited to, to do that. Yes. I don't know. What do you think people will want to know about about our last couple months? Well, I'll tell you what I want to know. You know, we left off the last episode we did where we were talking with Robbie Latimer. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned an intention to focus on your family, as did I. And I'm just curious how that went for you. How did you and the girls finish up your summer? Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. You know, it uh, it was a mixed bag emotionally, but it was so wonderful to have that mother-daughter time with them and to get them off back to school on the right foot. As you know, mm-hmm. I played your monologue at the end of season three. Ah. I played that little <laughs> monologue for them before I sent them off to, to their schools. And, you know, they're at an age when I think connecting with their mom whether they like it or not is important. It's important for their self-esteem, their development. So I just wanted to make sure it happened. We did all the shopping, you know, got all the clothes, got all the outfits, all the equipment Mm -hmm. that they need for school and tried to keep it light, you know, lots of movie nights. Oh, fun. You know, picnics in Central Park. Uh, Really idyllic last couple of weeks. I got to ask, because Robbie also brought up the Barbie movie. Did you and the girls get to see the Barbie movie? We did, and we Ah, loved it. Yes. What a positive message for young women. Mm -hmm. And that Ryan Gosling, huh? Oh, God. I mean, handsome. Handsome as ever. Yeah. And, you know, I'm single. I'm I'm firmly single now, and though I do want to take time for myself and not date, you know, Ryan Gosling, I, I, if you hear this, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Kelly, you joke, I think, but it could happen. Oh, stop. No. There is a world where he, uh, I guess, divorces his current partner. Oh, so he's partnered. Okay. Or, now I that's, believe so. Uh, I believe to a, a fellow actress, uh, Eva Mendez. No? Um, I, I could be wrong on this. Googling this right now. Yes. Oh, and God, isn't she gorgeous? Okay, I take it back. I am not a homewrecker. <laughs> and she is honestly too too beautiful to even compete with. So, Ryan Gosling, just you've got a fan hey. in me. Okay, that that kind of negative self-talk, <laughs> I'm guilty of it too. And that's something I actually took these last couple months to work on. We have to speak to ourselves more kindly than that, Kelly. 
You are as beautiful as Eva Mendez. I am every bit as beautiful as Eva Mendez. Thank you. I just won't hear otherwise. I mean, something I've I've learned, I haven't started therapy. I, I, I intend to start therapy, but in the meantime, I've got these Hopefully wonderful you, podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they have really, really impressed upon me the importance of always speaking positively. Mm-hmm. So I've really been trying to focus on that as I go through some some bumps in the road of my own in my family. I I don't know that I'll be sharing details just yet. And no one, you know, I I sometimes have a little moments of cringe when I think about how vocal I was about my ongoing separation and divorce on our podcast. Hope not to be doing as much of that in the future. But if if you want to keep things more private on your end, I absolutely will respect you for for that. Of course. Um, no, that, thank you. No, this is just me finally maybe learning the lesson of my previous partnerships that have ended that to share so early and often is not always wise. So right. Yes, I spent spent a lot of time with John over over the little hiatus we took. And um, and yeah, let's just say things are things are evolving as 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 all things do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, things do have a tendency to do that don't they? they? They do evolve. And I think staying positive is all you can do. And right, right. You know, and I, I, I saw something on Instagram recently that was so fun. And it, it was a graphic and it said, if I'm more, if I'm too much, go find less. And oh. I think, isn't that oh, so f- now that funny I love. and true? Put that on a pillow, right? Oh, <laughs> I'll get there eventually. I will make a pillow. Ugh. but you know, I've, pillows aside, I mean, we have so many projects and these recaps are taking up a lot of time. We'd also been starting, thinking about starting our own production company in our last episode we recorded and yeah, not a ton of progress there, I'll say. No, because you know what is coming up with names for things is challenging. And I Ugh. think that's what we've both learned in this journey so far. And it's like, if you're going to do a thing with the names, well, whose name goes first? Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the alphabet dictates yeah. things. And that's annoying for those of us whose names are, are later in the alphabet. So so just deciding things. And, and maybe it doesn't even need to involve our names. Maybe it's just a sort of evocative phrase or something. But we haven't landed on it yet. Right. You know, I'm going to open this up. Listeners, if you are in favor of us jointly starting a production company to create female-centered work in Hollywood, which we always need more of, why don't you go ahead and write in your suggestions? And if we end up using one of them, you know, we'll give you a prize of some sort. Yeah. Um, A a set visit on our first production or what have you. I think that's a really nice idea because I, you know, I was sort of partial to Von Hugh Ho Quinn <laughs> and uh, John shot that down pretty fast as I remember he did. he did yeah and you know his sort of take on everything I guess was just pick something it seems like you're putting this off because mm-hmm. you don't want to do it you know you're mm-hmm. you're letting the name stop you from really getting to it and you know I repeat it here not because I think there's any truth to it but just to let you know what we're up against kind mm-hmm. of in our personal lives But yeah, you know, and Carly, I want to update everybody on Carly. She is still working with me, but on an even more part-time basis than before. Just with the strike going on, I think we've all had to tighten our belts a bit. We just want to shout out the Writers Guild Mm -hmm. for the contract they achieved through their striking. And at this moment, SAG, we're still going at it and hopeful Mm -hmm. for a resolution with the AMPTP soon. But um, 
yeah, right now we're not working still. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, it's belt tightening season. But, you know, what we are so blessed for is a chance to continue, not the work of acting, of course, but talking no. about the work we were able to do on this wonderful show together. Yeah. And uh, as some of you have asked, we actually did get a listener question, which may be a good transition into yeah. the wonderful questions we got as a part of this mailbag episode. What do you think? Let's do it. I'm ready. Yes. So as I was saying, first question comes from Instagram user at Max Knobs, who asked, are you allowed to talk about past work with SAG still on strike or was riding around non-union? And frankly, it was a union show, even though I, absolutely, as we discussed in our episode with Kevin Concealer, I was not making SAG rate for a while because I was being scammed by my agent at the time. Oh, and if I could just tease something, we do have an email out to Daryl inviting him to be on this podcast. Daryl being Daryl Dunch, Kelly's former agent. And we are really hopeful he's going to be coming on at some point season four. So keep your ears out for that. But yes, no, it, it was a SAG show. And should we be talking about it? Well, hmm. I honestly, I, I just have to say, because I haven't been working so much lately, I, you know, I skimmed the the rules of what we're allowed to do, and what we're yeah. not allowed to do. I'm not clear on whether I'm allowed to be. Yeah, is this talking promoting about, struck work? Maybe. Um, would this be considered promoting struck work? As it was an NBC sitcom, and NBC is a struck company. Right. Right. <sighs> well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on some positive thinking in this moment and say I think it's okay. I think what we're doing is totally fine, and if it's not. We'll hear about it and we'll deal with it then. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to take, I would love to think positive and I think that's the key in mm-hmm. everything, but I am just going to take a quick sec to Google the rules with SAG because we of course well, don't yes. want to land ourselves in hot water here, do we? No, of course. And that's actually another one of the things they say, which is do your own research. So that's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Just, okay. You know what? Max Knobs, thank you so much for this question because I am learning in live time on the SAG after strike website hmm. that as regards rewatch or companion podcasts relating to struck work, which that's what we are, they are considered promotional. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to read verbatim, Molly, because oh. this is good for you and I to know. Um, yes, these podcasts are considered promotional. Rewatch and companion shows may drive listeners to find and watch the shows promoted by your podcast, which we don't want because we want a deal. Uh, and second bullet point you should honor any pre-existing contracts, but if a contract is not involved, don't promote struck work. Hosts and guests can talk about their personal lives or union activism or how the strike is affecting them or the state of the industry, but not about work for struck employers. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. So so we <laughs> we can't really do the, the show then. Right. Yes, it's it's seeming like, no, I mean, I can keep clicking around and see if I find something that we like better, an answer that seems not better Yeah, more along the lines of what we were hoping it would say. I think, oh, okay, well, because I I believe the office ladies are still going, but of course, that's, you know, that's not an excuse to to run afoul of your union. So here's here's what I'll propose, Kelly. Mm -hmm. What do you think? We do the podcast and we continue to interview some of our amazing friends that we met along yes. the way at the show because, you look, we've already got some people booked and, and we love them. We would hate to let them down. And frankly, I just want to catch up with everybody. Mm-hmm. What if we still have them on 
and we just are really careful not to talk about the episodes and we we update each other on our lives and and reminisce but not in a way that would lead anyone to ever want to consume the art that we made I think that's a great idea yeah I think that's all we can do you know, because we have uh, contractual obligations aside, we have an obligation to our listenership and we've already yes. taken a couple months off yes. in, in hopes of honoring the strike and also, you know, taking some much needed personal time. So, yeah, uh, I think, w- yeah, we'll con- we'll continue that way. But thank you for the question, because it's wow. um, you might yeah. have just saved us from some hot water. Yeah, yeah, because I can't get kicked out of the union. It's hard enough already. Okay, and our next question, well, you know what, <laughs> Kelly, this is kind of a theme here, isn't it? We got a number of questions asking us about pranks on set, and I, mm-hmm. I look, I get it, because we love to hear them. We always love to hear pranks from our favorite celebs, and I, we totally get that we are that for some of you, um, <laughs> but we have actually talked about it before, haven't we, Kel? We have, and not to bust your chops too much, listeners, but we have talked about this um, in several episodes, in fact. First, um, with our friend Harvey Gordon, who played Frankie on the show. Um, You know, we discussed how in his school days, he was dissecting a frog in class, and because he was doing class between takes as he as we filmed you know he mm-hmm. did have to do a lot of schoolwork on set and so someone found a way to sneak his you know dissecting frog onto the craft services table and that was so crazy and we all had a laugh mm-hmm. you know took little bites of it as a joke and we spent a good deal of time talking about Mullen's porn script parody with our script coordinator hunter right um, right mm-hmm. which is you know Mullen, if you want to sh- you know well, I would I would love to just direct people to the episode because it sounds like maybe they haven't heard it. But yes, mm-hmm. go go check out that episode with Hunter. I took it upon myself to write a parody version of the script we were supposed to be um, prepping that week and mm-hmm. caused everyone a lot of, oh, I won't say strife. I'll say annoyance. I um, I, I, mm-hmm. I annoyed people. And, and when it comes down to it, sometimes that's what pranks do. And you know what, though, Kelly, I'm just realizing real time. There was another prank, and this doesn't mean that this was a good question, but there was another prank <laughs> that came up that happened in season four. You know what You're I'm right. talking about? I do. I yeah. remember it. Oh, not too long from now, too. Okay. Yeah. So if we are allowed to discuss our struck work and mm-hmm. the behind the scenes thereof in the right. coming weeks, you may hear about that. But for now, just know, yes, there is there is another prank that I guess we probably shouldn't speak of right now in case it induces you to go watch the episode. Right. All I'll say is I still have the stains on my pants. <laughs> and not the Cheeto ones. And that- not the Cheeto ones. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You and stains. You and stains. The messy girl. All right. <sighs> next question. Bedelia Bain asks... Any wacky celebrity run-ins since you've been on strike? What a fun question, Bedelia. I love that. I mean, is it a run-in when you're walking side by side with someone, right? I mean... Right, as uh, colleagues, peers in the industry. Yeah. Right, right. So I have had the pleasure of marching alongside a ton of people you guys would know. I mean, Seth Green, um... Seth Green. Wow. Yeah, who's so funny in Austin Powers. If anyone... Well... Sorry, I don't want to be promoting any right, right. any films. You know who I saw that I kind of did a double take for Kelly is oh who's that Freddie Prince Jr. <gasps> and now I loved him growing up. 
oh, watching yeah, a, a movie, hunk. a movie that I won't name. Mm-hmm. Really, really loved him and his performance. I actually re- recently watched that movie at an outdoor screening here in Los Angeles and, um, yeah, holds up and, and I love the songs in it. Maybe that's enough of a hint, but don't go watch it. Don't go watch it. Um, support your actors. Yeah. Support your actors. Don't watch it. But, um, yeah, I mean, for me, what would I say? I, I've been not as active on the picket lines as I would like, but I did have the pleasure mm. of running into Ellen Burstyn and, Oh, wow. Wasn't that, I mean, she is oh, just goodness. A, a queen and a master of the craft. And that was really special for me because um, yeah. I had not had the pleasure of meeting her before. Wow. And she now she sorry, I just had to Google this. She is 90 years old mm-hmm. and, and still, out, still there. out there. Oh, geez. That's making me feel a little bit of guilt. Right. I need to. Doesn't that light a fire under you? Mm hmm. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call any of my interactions like a a run in per se that almost describes like a fight. And if people heard that I got into a fight with anyone, that's not true. Sure. I can't fight American, American treasure, Ellen Burstyn. I mean, I break her in two. So, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, a run in, you know, someone I hadn't had the pleasure of meeting, but, uh, I, I like her work so much is um Rebecca Henderson who is in um you know she's been in Russian Doll in a number of productions oh, yeah. and just a you know a special New York based actor who I really admire and that was a treat to run into her and get to chat with her a little bit uh on the picket lines outside 30 Rock. Oh, I love that. It it, it has been a great time for connecting with with like minds and and just mm-hmm. wonderful folks. So say hello by the way anyone who's out there if you see one of us please, please say hello. Please. All right. Our next question comes from at Connor Ozer, who asks, if you could swap places with anyone, quote, below the line, end quote, who would it be? Oh, what an interesting hmm. question. Is it, um, is so it funny. messed up to say I'd never even considered it for a second? Oh, no, wow. Yeah. I guess maybe part of me has thought about being a writer or something. I mean, but, yes. you know, but let's oh, let's go more interesting than that with these answers. Below the line. Hmm. I mean, geez. Brain, honestly, first goes to just freaking crafty because it sounds like trips to Costco all the time mm-hmm. and access to the snacks before everybody else. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I don't know. When we talked to Reginald, he had just had a real pride in his work. And, and that's something that I've always tried to have as well. He really did. Yeah. In nourishing people and in, uh, yeah, just staying on top of everyone's different needs. There's mm-hmm. a real, there's a producer brain you need to have about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would I say for me? I'll say wardrobe because mm. I had such a good time. You know, my personal style certainly evolved over the course of shooting the show. Yeah. In large part due to Mary Kotak and the other fabulous people in mm-hmm. wardrobe and, and set costuming who helped me, you know, learn to dress a little better for my body, a little more flattering. As you remember, I used to wear a lot of big button downs when I got cast on the show. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I would say I would love to be able to to do that for other people if I had the chance. Yeah, I, I could really see you doing well at that. Yeah. You know, and I always I love to scroll through social media during fashion week and Paris and New York and all that type of thing. And yeah, so I, I think I, I could encourage a budding interest in wardrobe or fashion. Yeah, yeah. I just had another idea that casting would be pretty nice too, right? Oh yeah. Cast my oh damn my self, huh? Give myself a yes. a job, eh? 
Hey. Next question comes from at KF Osborne, who asks, how did fame change you? That's heavy stuff. Wow. I'd love to. I think this is one of those things where you probably need to talk to my mom. You know, talk Mm -hmm. to someone who knew me before and after. Right. Because wouldn't we both love to say not at all. Right. Didn't change anything about me. I'm the same exact person, same humility, same lifestyle. But of course we can't, you know. No, no. You know, certainly some things in life get way, way harder. And that's going to change a person, right? Or the the right to privacy mm-hmm. gets eroded. Your self-worth becomes entirely dependent on how others perceive you, how much mm-hmm. you're working compared to the people you started out with. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that, you know, makes you, I don't know if that changes you per se. It's just, it's just things that happen. Right. They they can change regardless of your career. It doesn't have to be showbiz specific fame. It could be you could be the president of the United States and you're, uh, you know, the fame changes you. Uh, I, you know, I'd li- there no doubt in my mind that Joe Biden is not the same person he was when Absolutely he took office. Absolutely not. Not just as president, but decades ago, you know, as a, as a younger politician. So hmm, <laughs> how did fame change you? I have a nicer car. I definitely have a nicer car. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably eating better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great point. Yes. Better access to better food and better skincare. Cause the, the oh, tip yep. top people in each of those games are working with you every day on set. So you're, that's right. You're definitely, you know, and there's a little vanity wrapped in there. Sure. But you're yeah, taking yeah. care of your skin and your face and your hair in a way that, Oh yeah. You know, I wasn't before. Right. Right. No, before it was, a, it was hard just remembering to, you know, rake a comb through it every day. And mm-hmm. now I've, I've got, I've got hair oils and things, you know, it's, it's kind of wild. I'm sure that's what you meant when you asked this question. Yeah. Thank you. KF Osborne. Okay. And our final question comes from at EB Larden. Yes. Last but not least. Did anyone in the cast record a secret rap album? Huh? Okay, I wonder if this question was perhaps planted by one of our fellow castmates who recorded a secret rap album. Do you think, Kelly? Hmm. Is there any chance that Harvey Gordon reached out to you, E.B. Larden? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, we, we didn't find out, I think, until years later that... Yeah, that Harvey had recorded an album that I gotta say, we all listened to and just never put two and two together it was it was funny it was playing around set you know I don't know if the thing got radio play per se but it certainly got play um and piped into our trailers would we qualify that as another onset prank do we think it it had prank energy or do we think he really at some point wanted I mean these are all the kinds of questions we should have asked him working with him but he was a kid and yeah you're focused on talking to other people your age you have more in common with but, I, you know, you do wonder, did he want to be a rapper? Should we have supported him? Should we talk to yes. him more about it? Yes. You know, now that you say that, I think this was one of those things where you kind of accidentally sing in front of someone, hoping that they'll mm-hmm. say, wait, Kelly, you, you, have a great have, voice. you actually have a nice voice. And I'll say, oh, yeah, I sang in high school and choir, but, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, I wonder if it was that move. Yeah, because I'm no stranger to that move. I, <laughs> I do wonder if that's what 
what Harvey was intending. What a sweet kid. What a sweet kid. I got to text him, actually. I'm, I'm curious if he's kept it up at all. You know, because I knew he did the one secret album. Right. Under um, a DJ name, Crazy Guy. And that was it, right? That was his stage name, yeah. DJ Crazy Guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then I don't know that we got much from him after that. And you know who, who wrote some, some of the guest tracks on those songs? Dom Russo who is a huge rap fan right, uh, right, and a writer for the show and I think was ghostwriting him for a little bit. I feel this could have been a prank. We're going to have to text yeah. them and get to the bottom it's, of it. It's all about intent, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, that is it, it for the questions we got. Thank you, everyone. Those were wonderful. We always love answering your questions. And please know you can send them in at any time and we'll slot mm-hmm. them in and ask ourselves them periodically throughout the right. season. Right. You don't have to wait for a mailbag episode to... to to ask anything that's on your mind about us or the podcast or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, riding around and we'll answer, we'll loop back around to ride to riding around once we're able to, you know, discuss that in greater detail again. Right. So you can email us at ridingaroundpod at gmail.com or just hop on over to our Instagram account, which is also riding around pod. Send us a DM. Send us a DM, please. Um, we also just wanted to thank two Apple Music users, P. Reddy and TGI Carolyn, for the wonderful reviews that you left us over the last couple of months while we were on hiatus. So kind of you to share those words. And, you know, reading them again honestly feels like, you know, I don't want to brag, um, but they've been so kind to us. And we just want to thank you for listening and, and for being on this journey with us. And... Also not to brag, but we do have one last pretty exciting announcement it is. about the show. It is. You might have heard a different sound at the top of this episode. A little a little sting for a company. And that mm-hmm. is because our little show has been picked up. Yay! <laughs> wow. Isn't that so exciting? We have been picked up by a podcast network, Mind Cherry Media, and we are so excited to be a, a part of their growing network of very successful, very beloved podcasts. Yes. Shout out to the team there. Ashley, mm-hmm. Brittany, Stefan, mm-hmm. everyone has been so lovely and we couldn't be more grateful that you saw something in our little show and wanted to help us get it out there to more people. So yes, not much will change about what you hear listeners, but we just wanted to share that with you. That's happening our, on our end and we are so excited about it. Absolutely. Thanks, as always, everyone, for supporting us and for continuing to listen. And thanks for hopping back in after this hiatus with us. We're so excited to talk about season four when we can. But at the very least, continue to chat with each other, with you all as Mm -hmm. our audience, and get to catch up with some old pals. Take care, and we'll see you next week. And as we say in all of our outros, if you leave us a review with your favorite writing around memory, we will read it on the show. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.